President Biden has blamed former President Trump and his followers for the growing wave of political violence in the U.S., but analysts say the surge in threats and attacks is a bipartisan phenomenon. Jeff Mordock, White House reporter at The Washington Times, says those who study the issue feel both sides of America's increasingly hostile politics have plenty of culpability. Jeff, explain. We've got a lot of factors that are going to make things combustible. Right now, it's an election year. Uh, Former President Trump is facing 91 criminal charges. That has set a lot of people off. You have President Biden giving a series of speeches where he's basically blaming Trump supporters. You know, 74 million Americans voted for former President Trump in the 2020 election for political violence, saying they embrace it and laugh about it. Political violence, that is. And then you've got President Trump saying, you know, Joe Biden is the destroyer of the democracy. And all of that adds up to what a lot of people expect to be an incredibly combustible year for um, for political violence. A, a professor who studies with John Hopkins predicted there will be serious bloodshed. And the consensus pretty much is that America is a tinderbox right now. He's meaning what? We're going to kill each other over politics? Well, you say that, but we've seen that. Um, we've seen that so far. I, I, Reuters did a study. 40 people died last year as a result of political violence. And it's just something as stupid as a, a gentleman in Florida got into an argument with his boss over Donald Trump and he stabbed him to death. There was a guy in um, North Dakota who ran over a teenager and he said, allegedly, according to court documents, he allegedly did it because the teenager belonged to a Republican extremist group. It seems implausible. But it is happening. There's a man in Ohio who killed his neighbor because he thought his neighbor was a Democrat. And we're not even um, we're about a week into the new year. And so far this year, we've had three Republican members of Congress become victims of swatting, which is somebody falsely reports a shooting at your house and a heavily armed SWAT team shows up to the target's home. It's a prank that has deadly consequences. We also saw a man charged in New Hampshire with threatening the lives of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy and Chris Christie. That same person uh, talked, according to court documents, about carrying out a mass shooting at a Chris Christie campaign event. Um, You know, an Arizona man was arrested this week for posting on a pro-Trump message board that he wanted to execute every single FBI employee, including the maintenance staff. This and we're only eight, nine days into the new year. And this is what we're already seeing with Jeff Mordock, White House reporter at The Washington Times. He's written a piece called Rising Political Violence in U.S. Stokes Fear of Serious Bloodshed in 2024. All right, so as you say, or the sub-headline says, experts blame Biden and Trump for fanning the flames. Does that mean that those two can play a large role here in toning things down? Oh, absolutely. They both can. And, you know, both of them are running around saying that their opponent is um, destroying democracy. You know, uh, Trump labeled Biden a destroyer of democracy. Biden says Trump is holding a knife to the throat of democracy. That is not helping because we're becoming more divided than ever as a nation. And the rhetoric is trickling down from their campaigns. The other problem is that we have a lot of Americans who live in an echo chamber. And what is being said by these two candidates is also being filtered into these echo chambers. And it's reinforcing the belief that half of the nation is bad or the side that doesn't have your political, that your side is virtuous and the side that doesn't have your political views is evil. And 
not only is it what these candidates are saying, but it's how they're being reported, where they're being reported, that's helping fuel this echo chamber. And that's a lot of responsibility on the press to try to tone things down. But, you know, when when Biden, I mean, gives a series of speeches and basically blames Trump supporters for political violence, and then Trump basically accuses Biden of weaponizing the Justice Department to jail political opponents, that's not helpful in either case. So then... I guess by doing this, though, there must be something that shows that this type of rhetoric works to a candidate's favor. Yes. I, I mean, and that's the thing. We're, we're seeing it because it, it, it's it's what it's what both sides think will mobilize their base. If you look at President Biden, for example, he's tried a few campaign messages that really have not worked. He has tried uh, pitching Bidenomics. That really hasn't clicked. He's tried pitching the bipartisan infrastructure. The problem with that is any benefit we're going to see from that is going to happen years down the road. Even if he wins a second term, it'll be long after he's left office. So what's clicking, at least his campaign seems to believe, is that making an argument that 2024 democracy is on the ballot. Thanks, Jeff. That is Jeff Mordock, White House reporter at The Washington Times.